Hello and welcome. I'm just getting through this episode and listening back to it. And I cannot wait to share these little tidbits with you about letting enjoy. If we're going to give you these simple three steps to shake loose those external barriers and just start to let some things in. So listen to a quick clip and enjoy some beautiful flower and then you ran it back to me and said mommy this is for you and that was the moment for me where I was like normal me would love the crap out of this and I like it but where is that other part of me if you're questioning that and you're wondering that to yourself then you're in the right place We're so wrapped in everything. We're wrapped in social things. We're wrapped in the dynamics of the things going on in the world, the dynamics of things going on in our own families. We're we're wrapped in all of the things. And we here's it. This is it. They will always be there. The things will always be there. They will not be the same things, but they will always be there. And within yourself, there is a place that everyone needs to find. There is a connection that lives there that has always been there, that has been stronger at one point. And if you ever say to yourself, I feel like the deepest part of myself wants to feel like this X, Y, and Z about it, and I'm having a hard time getting there, then that's your sign. Welcome to the Synergy Thrive Podcast. I'm Kelly Cole, founder of Energy Thrive Tribe and creator of Synergy Thrive Academy. This is a podcast for ambitious moms who are tired of feeling like a lack of energy and constant stress is preventing them from fulfilling their highest purpose. What if all the pieces you need to make that happen reside within you? Connecting the spirit, your brain, your body, your gut, and your mind creates a balance and synergy to thrive. Here is to thriving women. May we know them, may we be them, may we raise them. This the Synergy Thrive Podcast. Hello, my gorgeous thriving souls. Welcome back. I am going to talk today a little bit about how to let the joy in. This is something that it's so interesting um, to me because we go about life and we accept if we have just fallen flat emotionally or we kind of reach a status quo where we're okay with how things are maybe we don't feel like it's perfect or great or maybe we feel like it's okay for now and okay is where we settle but i know that for many of us as children when we were in a place where we were younger and more free and less responsibilities and just more connected with things um, in our life. I think that for many of us, there was a joy that existed beyond what we're experiencing now. And I know that for me, when I look at it from a spirituality perspective, I just believe that this is a result of Having been closer to source, closer to that connection that we came from when we were younger. And as we grow older, we are conditioned to 
be different ways. We have responsibilities put upon us. We have experiences in life that start to impact everything that way that we look, the way that we feel about things, the way that we look at things, the way that we experience our life. And when that's the case, we start to let it go. We start to have that complete joyous feeling just dissipate a bit from our life. And I think that maybe we think it's normal. This is normal. This is how life is. I'm not a kid anymore. You know, of course, I'm not going to be happy all the time. Of course, I'm not going to feel that level of joy that I could when I was younger. Um, But I just feel like this is bullshit in a certain way. And we had to fight our way back to that. Um, I know that recently when I was having a moment and just sitting in meditation, I was getting the message because I always ask, let the joy in, allow the joy to be present and like walk my feet on the path to that. And one of the things that I got back was you have to start to shake the cocoon and This is so profound to me, and that's why I wanted to share this message. I think that it's something we all experience. Excuse me. During the times when I have um, experienced the most stress and emotional difficulty in my life, and it was a few different stages of that throughout my 20s and in my 30s as well, like not only dealing with my own personal struggles, looking for that time frame to start a family and having fertility struggles and then looking forward in time it was a very serious illness of a parent and then ultimately the death of a parent in conjunction with bringing a new life into this world it was a complete mind fuck for me and that time was a time that i knew I was supposed to be feeling more joy. And even it will continue until now. And sometimes the stress of your life makes you start building walls. And you have to be able to either have control of the walls or just have realization that they are there, right? Sometimes you build up so many layers around yourself because you are tired you are tired of feeling it all. You're tired of having to sit in it all. You don't want to feel it anymore. You feel like, okay, well, I'm just going to shut that shit off then. If that's how it's going to be, if this is how I'm going to feel, then I'm just not going to keep feeling this way. And you build the wall and you build the wall and you build another fucking wall and one behind that. And the next thing you know, you are so enclosed and so wrapped in this thickness that nothing is coming in. It's like you shut off the faucet and nothing is coming. No joy, no anger, no disappointment, nothing. And here's where we miss out. We miss out when we're so driven, we're so excited, not excited, you're so driven and having a moment to reach a goal, let's say in your career, or some physical goal, or whatever it is, that you can't even be excited for yourself when you fucking hit it. How about that 
you have a child in front of you that you love, you love so much, but there are times when you know you should feel a little more when they come and they give you that flower from, you know, the yard or they're doing all that. And you do, you appreciate it, obviously, and you love it, but you feel like, like I should feel over the moon about this. My truest self would love this so fucking much. Like I would be giddy with excitement of that. You just went, you picked some beautiful flower and then you came, ran it back to me and said, mommy, this is for you. And that was the moment for me where I was like, normal me would love the crap out of this. And I like it, but where is that other part of me? If you're questioning that and you're wondering that to yourself, then you're in the right place. So I think that it's a conversation to have. We're so wrapped in everything. We're wrapped in social things. We're wrapped in the dynamics of the things going on in the world, the dynamics of things going on in our own families. We're, we're wrapped in all of the things. And we, here's it. This is it. They will always be there. The things will always be there. They will not be the same things, but they will always be there. And within yourself, there is a place that everyone needs to find. There is a connection that lives there that has always been there, that has been stronger at one point. And if you ever say to yourself, I feel like the deepest part of myself wants to feel like this X, Y, and Z about it, and I, I'm having a hard time getting there, then that's your sign. Like there are, there are walls that you need to control. There are walls that you need to look at. And in effect, like, look at your shit. It's the thing that nobody wants to do. We have to look at our shit. And we have to figure out what are the things that made me build the walls? How can I release it instead of holding on to it? And how can I start breaking this down and control that wall when I fucking want to? When I need to put the wall up, I want the wall there, you know? But when... I don't want the wall there. I want it that shit to be down because I need to feel the truest sense of myself. I want to feel all the things. I want to feel the most highest elements of joy. And if that means too that I have to feel the sorrow and the anger at times too, that's okay. And be okay with it within yourself, but also have a healthier relationship with that fact, just knowing that you can let it flow through you and process it and release it. Stop holding on to all the things. It's not serving you. So the first thing, I think the very first step in doing this is just acknowledging and finding that within yourself and wondering, um, get curious, you know, number one, step one, get curious. Hello, it's Kelly. I wanted to drop a quick note and make sure that everybody has a chance to experience the types of things that I've experienced in my meditation practice. And there's always a place to start. So if you're looking for that place and you wanna see what it's like to have a guided meditation that can carry you in and out of how to breathe and what to do and guide you through the beginning steps of this process, then please go to sign up synergythrive.org forward slash breathe. Again, that is sign up 
life.synergythrive.org forward slash breathe to get your very own free download so that you can start your very own practice and experience the amazing results that come along with meditation. Is this something I need to think about? Is this true for me that I'm wanting to feel something more that is speaking to the truest sense, the deepest part of myself, the most divinely connected area of my life? Is there something there that I feel like I am shutting out? Is there a part of me that's shut off? Get curious. And then step two is to start to listen to yourself. And so I always encourage at this juncture when you're looking to listen to yourself, because maybe you don't know what it is. Maybe it doesn't, maybe you don't have to actually get into the details of things, but you can just say, I want to break down these walls. I don't, I want to release this tension. I want to release the cocoon around me. I want to release the feeling that I have to hold it all together, be perfect all the time, um, hold up every construct of everything that every person around me in society expects of me. I want to release these things. You can simply say that. If you know that um, you're looking for that, you can focus on those things and set that intention in a meditative space in a quiet time. And I do have, um, I have a breathwork and meditation that is free. And that is a really good space. Once you're in the time, in that place where you're look, um, purposefully sitting for meditation, you're purposefully breathing, you're working through things. And that is the time once you're getting into that meditative space to set the intention that you are here to let those things go and to let them fall away. And it might not be that that happens in one session. We might have to keep working on that, but slowly chipping away at those walls and having the intention to do so is incredibly powerful. So look at the walls, talk about the walls to yourself, have the intention within meditation to let them go, let them fall, be stripped away. And if you are still experiencing the same level of emotion that is stuck, then things that are carried with you might be more related to specific experiences, specific events that happened. If this is the case, then that's the time frame that it's uh, more relevant to let them go. You could go through this from um, a standpoint of journaling or a visualization where you're journaling. We can talk about it from a standpoint of journaling. Okay, so we'll say, I am going to journal this out and I'm going to write down these events that I feel have stayed within me, that they have stayed stuck in me. And I know so many people get stuck on the fact that you have to forgive it, but you really don't have to forgive. I don't feel that that's the necessary piece. What you do need to do is just accept. Accept this happened to me. This happened. And... I release its power over me. I accept that it happened, but it needs to move on. 
and simply writing these things down and saying, I release them from my body. I release them from my soul. I release them from my thoughts. I release the power it has over me and move it on. It needs to move on. Another way that you can do this is through visualization. And so having a thought about, okay, I'm going to line these events up. They're like in little glass jars. And I'm going to take each one and I'm going to look at it. And I'm going to say, I accept that this happened to me, but I release its power over me. And then you can think of whatever it is that you want to think of, but you destroy it. You smash it with a sledgehammer and it goes and crumbles into a million tiny pieces and it blows away or whatever a tornado can might come and like suck it all up or whatever it is. You, it's your visualization. But the point is that you take each thing and say, I acknowledge you. You had happened in my life and I let you go and you, I release the power that you have over me within every piece of me. I release that. And the purpose of this is to feel lighter to feel like you're letting things go. It helps loosen the layers of the cocoon that we hold around us. And so that is the second thing to do. And then the third thing to do is to truly connect with yourself. And so do not forget that we are all from the divine, that we have the divine within us, the universe and God and source. It is where we came from. And there's so much of that that is meant for us that includes joy and love, and we are meant to hold on to it. We're meant to feel it. I will tell the story again, which I know that I've shared already before on this podcast, but the, the book that is just my favorite book, which is The Immortal Diamond. And the very story that made me read that book was the story of a family who had a second child and they brought the baby home. And the child that they already had was like a toddler and just said, Mommy, I want to talk to the baby. And they said, Well, you can talk to this baby anytime. Like he lives with us now. And he was like, No. I need to talk to the baby now and alone. And they're like, okay. So they let him in there and they shut the door and then they listened at the door because they wanted to know, you know, what did he say? And the child walked to the baby and said, tell me where you came from because I'm beginning to forget. This story just hit me so hard and it gave me chills and tears to my eyes. And I knew, I just, I knew I had to read that book. And that was the story that made me read that book. And it was life-changing for me. It was, it literally ripped apart everything that I thought I knew about religion and God and Jesus and everything. And it put it back together in a place that just felt true and right and whole. And I've never looked back at any way that I previously held previous perspectives. It was a complete paradigm shift um, on religion and spirituality for me. And one of the things that I think resonated so much was because when I was a child, I remember, I just remember like walking around and just feeling this immense sense of joy. Now, I will tell you, like 
I had a lot of stress in my little life. Like my parents fought. My I had a my parents were divorced when I was the age of two. And so all I really I never remembered them being together. I just remembered them being apart and fighting. However, um, despite that fact, I just was so happy. And I had a lot of anxiety during certain times. And I remember certain situations. And, you know, it wasn't like it was this blissful 100% 24-7 thing. But I remember that there were these moments when I just felt pure love is a, the only way that I could describe it. And it, as I think a lot of us experience that, a lot of us associate that with the time of childhood. Oh, to be a child and to be carefree and, you know, not to have the responsibilities and all of this. But it is so much more than that. It is so much deeper than that. There are roots there that are in complete association with the fact that we are experiencing those things because we are so much closer from birth to that creation time, to that pure innocence and love that we all look at when we look at a baby, right? When you look at that baby, you just know, oh, and you just feel it. It's like they radiate this little beautiful purity and innocence and it's what we all can like touch back to when you look at a tiny baby. Um, so really it's with finding that and looking for the truth for yourself. I recently read a quote that said, I'm going to butcher this probably, but it said something along the lines of, if you're searching for the truth that you're only one step away from God and source. And I felt like that was really such a good quote. I was like, to me, when you, that was really the crux of like the beginning when I felt like I needed to just find, I, I needed to find the truth because I felt like I was swimming in a bunch of untruth and I hated it. I was like, I, this isn't right. Like, I feel it's not right. I know it's not right. So I want the real deal. I want the real deal. I'm reading all of these scripture things myself. I'm doing all of this myself because I am tired of having everybody interpret this shit for me and then spew it at me in their own words that are not landing. They're not landing. Like, I hear you, but I don't feel like that's true within myself the way that you said it. And I needed to find how it meant for me. I needed to hear that message on my own. And that is the probably the greatest downfall of what was meant to be when all of these religions of the world started. They are all meant to be messages of love. And I think they just, they somehow get a little contorted, a little twisted, and some place of power steps in and says, you can't, you can't access any of these things without my intervention. And that's just not true. That's how I feel and how, what I know, really. So. Accessing that within yourself and how you access that to me is having starting a conversation. You can have that conversation in a traditional sense of prayer if you so wish. Or you could literally, to me, like the places that I find it just the strongest is if I'm having a, a very intentional like silent prayer time. Or if I am out in nature and this is really like what I love the most. And I think that what gets missed for a lot of people. They're like, when I am out and I am like 
just looking at like the ocean and I'm looking at the mountains and I'm in the woods and I'm just feeling like all the birds around me and the the trees and I feel more free. I feel like myself. I feel like I want to have a conversation. I want to ask like, oh, you know, you could say, dear Lord, you could say, God above, you could say universe, source, whoever you want it to be. They're all the same one. So, you know, just say like saying if that's the times when you're saying, look over my loved ones, watch over me, guide my footpath, like guide me to the things I'm supposed to do in this life, reach my higher purpose. Like if you're beginning that conversation, then you are opening the door into your own divinity. and. All of those things are so important to have the conversation start, but a lot of people are missing where the conversation continues. The conversation continues in silence, in introspection, in meditation. I will say all the time that prayer is the asking and meditation is the answering. You will get the answers. And it's like a muscle, okay? So where I think that it was really profound for me when I started learning to meditate. It was insane in my life. I was like, this is crazy. Um, You know, I hadn't ever done anything like that. And it took a time to build up a practice. And it's like a muscle that you need to keep using. But as time has gone on, I actually have found that I hear the things that I need to hear and feel and know. And they come not just through meditation, but they come through other things that I'm just more connected now. And so I feel like I'm paying attention too. So when I get straight up like, dung, like then feeling like, oh my gosh, I just knew that was going to happen. Or like, oh, I just had this knowing, like I knew that was something I need to do. Or I sometimes I will literally stop and be like, I have to go talk to that person or whatever it is. Like I freaking do it. Like I don't question that crap now. I do it. I'm like, okay, um, I got it. So, you know, it's paying attention. If you're getting, if people are talking to you and you are you're listening to something or you're watching something and it's just like chills or um, goosebumps and you know, those are your guides. They're not nothing. Listen to them. Um, so all of that cut stuff that comes together. And so hearing your answers to the things that you are looking for, all of this conversation starts with you paying attention. You set the intention to have the conversation with this greater source, this access to it begins the access to it, the inroads of the divinity within you. And then you will begin and keep practicing because you need to practice to hear the answer and hear the answer and hear the answer to guide you in which way is next. If you're here and you're listening and you want to have that higher purpose fulfilled within your life, we are all here for these things. We are here to do things. And if you feel like what you're doing in your life right now isn't what you're supposed to be doing, you're supposed to be doing different, supposed to be doing something else, then listen and keep having the conversation. Hey, that is how I am here talking to you today on a podcast. Um, so that is that is what I will say. And the next piece of this, because I always like to incorporate this piece, is having an acknowledgement of the impact that you have. It is like a rock getting thrown in a still pond 
your actions will continue to create a ripple effect. And you can think about that from the standpoint of your life, that you will start to see shifts. And the more that you do these things, the more that you release your stuck emotions and traumas, the more that you begin to have the connection within yourself, the more that you let the cocoon and the walls fall away, the more joy you let in, the more experience that you feel and have and you're living life to its fullest extent. That's what's meant for you. And what will happen are these other things start to shift in your life. Relationships start to shift. Maybe your whole, maybe it's your career. Maybe it's where you're living. Maybe it's, you know, something big starts to shift. And those things start to shift. And it's all because it's like this ripple effect from within you. You can think about the ripple effect from a generational standpoint too. We are meant to be here in this time. I, I really just feel we are meant to hold the keys to the healing that needs to happen and the remembering that needs to happen. For so many of us, we are here for that. We are here for those things. We are here to guide the ones that are below us, the ones that we have birthed, the ones that we are guiding, the ones that we are mentoring. We are here for that. And, you know, I think that the ones, I mean, I know my children are, to me, they're both older souls than me. And um, I want to help them to not forget in the first place as much as I possibly can. I don't know how possible that is, but I'm working at it um, to lay this groundwork of connection and divinity within them so that they are working that muscle from a young age, releasing emotions at a young age, letting all that crap go. And it's so interesting when you look at the dynamic um, you know, like anywhere on social media and just the generational like wars that I am witnessing. And it kind of makes me laugh. I'm like, okay, guys, like, hey, boomers. I myself am like, I don't know what people say we're the zennials because I'm, I'm 1982. So I'm a zennial. But if you do like the traditional generations, I'm an elder millennial. So I'm a millennial. But yeah, everybody's like, oh, millennials, you're so like, you know, just go like get your Starbucks and like eat an acai bowl or something. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, everyone. You've called all of us fucking snowflakes. Like all of the like Gen Xers and the boomers are like, you people are so soft and you're weak. And hey, guess what? You guys too, you're freaking like totally trapped in emotionless land. Like you've stuffed everything down so deep. And you learned that from your parents who were probably going to beat the crap out of you if you like stepped out of line one way wrong. And you know what? They're, they were like stuffing uh, dollar bills and mattresses because they were freaking afraid that like the economy was going to collapse again. Like we have all had our shit. Okay. So like it just is how it is. And stop looking at all of us, but this evolution, like, it might wait, make its way up to you. You better watch out. You might have your own spiritual awakening soon, and I freaking hope you do. Like, there is gentleness that is needed that these children that are here now are going to show us, and it might be through some anger. Like, it is already, I see, but, um, you know, 
this is a time that's different and we're here for it. So as always, I leave you with a wish that you will see love and beauty in something small today in your life. And I thank you for joining me on this on this episode. And I love you guys so much. And I will see you in the next one. Hey, guys. It's me. And I wanted to drop in for you, especially my listeners of the Synergy Thrive podcast, because we are starting something new. And it's so important for me to share this with you because we want you guys to be some of the very first people to experience this. If you're listening to the Synergy Thrive podcast, then you're clearly starting to take those baby steps and starting to think about your own synergy. And if that's true for you, then I have a very special offer. We are starting a monthly membership. It's called the Synergy Collective. So if you're struggling with feeling that disconnection from yourself, you know you're ready to start letting go of stress, letting in joy, having that impact your life and the people around you, and especially our children and those around us, especially these relationships that are so important to us, then this is the place for you. In the Synergy Collective, we are going to have a live monthly meeting. We're going to have breathwork sessions and meditation sessions and we're going to have at your fingertips information that you can access anytime along with our own community. And we really can't wait for everyone to start jumping in and joining us so that we can support you in your own synergy journey. If you're ready to check this out, you can go to signup.synergythrive.org forward slash members and check out all of the information we have for you there so that you can see what you would like and which choices you think you want to join with. And again, that is signup.synergythrive.org forward slash members. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us on the Synergy Thrive podcast. I hope this episode helped you take one more step towards your synergy and brought you one level higher to fulfilling your highest purpose. Please rate and review this podcast. Each review helps other ambitious moms just like you. Don't forget to take a screenshot of your review and tag me on Instagram at Synergy Thrive. I will see you in the next episode.